Hello and welcome to Wrestle Opinionated. This is our weekly show all about the shows of AEW. We are your hosts. I am Morg and this is... The Rumble, Matt Strange. And this is... Head Inside, Mule. <laughs> Money Plane. Money Plane. <laughs> How are you two feeling today? I'm pretty sure I drank over 16 beers last night. Oh dear. I am I am not good. And I'm normally the man who can drink forever and just get up and like laugh going past people. I feel like I feel like there are no fluids in my body that aren't desperado. It's awful. And I think more I think yours just dead. Yeah. Yeah. Meh. How are you doing, Morg? It's going to be you tomorrow, I, I, isn't it? Yeah, I, I'm. I'm okay. Unfortunately, yeah, I let the side down last night, so I haven't watched Double or Nothing yet because I'm. The Raptors had to work today, so we're going to watch it together tonight because we're both off tomorrow, and then tomorrow you. Will... So we've got to make it through this. Have the recording for the next one. We've got to make it through this entire show without spoiling anything for you, Morg. This yep. is going to be like. This is yeah. going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. I'm up for the challenge, he says, through his through his aching body that's had three poos today. So um, this is probably going to be a very short show um, for many reasons. We've got we'll have another show that we'll release um, tomorrow. So uh, as usual, this uh, this show will go up on Tuesday, and then the pay per view show will go up on Wednesday. Um, reviewing double or nothing but this may be the first time you've listened to our podcast and as such you would need to know we have a tier list which is how we give our rankings for overall of bte and dynamite and for the individual matches on dynamite you may notice we're not reviewing any form of dark this week <laughs> too mean, much wrestling our own fault for moving wrestling to Friday yes um, that really fucks me over but uh, here we are Mr Strange would you like to explain our tier list oh I should have done it in an exciting way but I, I didn't prep anything I suppose I could throw out um, endeavour to do it on the fly in the form of bor- uh, bot- uh, battle bots from uh, oh, battle bots I forgot about battle but I'm going to need how, how we spent uh, like uh, six hours watching robot? It's Robot Wars, but with fifteen years of technology hey, advances. It, it was it wasn't six hours. It was more like twelve. Come on. <laughs> oh yeah, good point. I we feel I need to watch before. this, mate. It's fucking great. Anyway, a tier list. Uh, letters for order of how good matches. Fuck English. Uh, we start our lowest ranking uh, match, which is a D rank match. That's a bad match. There's no story. You don't care about it. You're playing on your phone. Your time's passed by. A bit like every time Warrior Clan enters the ring in BattleBots. Oh, mate. <laughs> don't hurt me like this, bro. I feel personally. I know bad. you love them, and I know they look great, but all they do is eat shit. Definitely. They're terrible. I fully accept that. Yeah. A D-rank match is a match you don't need to watch. It shouldn't have been there and it's made everybody unhappy. I'm sure we won't need any of those this week. Mm. From there, we rock up to a C. A C is what we want from a match. It's a good match. It's going to have story. It's going to have good wrestling. Sure, it's not going to blow your mind for the night, but you've had a good time whilst you've been watching it. Everything sort of come together to a lovely, good experience. A C-rank experience. Like watching, uh, let's go with Voodoo. Voodoo's an all right one. It's got a little side one. It's got some story. They've got some kit. And you get to watch Have an Atomic Meltdown in one issue. 
C rank match, pretty good. Nice little bit of colour, we like that. From there we roll up to a B, match plus one. It's gotta have story, I wanna know why they're in the ring. That wrestling's gotta be crisp, I wanna see some cool moves. It's, it's better than good, but it's not amazing. You've had a, you know, enjoyable, really enjoyable, but not quite, not quite the cream of the crop, like... Oh, what's good? What's what's another battle bot, Nick? Come on. It's a big a Red Devil. That was fun. Oh, fucking Red Devil was sick. It had a big pneumatic claw and a circular saw. And it could do flary stuff. That's what you want. A circular a saw in your mouth. Yeah. A little bit of flare, a Ric Flair. From there, we rock up Word. to an A. A is the... Uh, probably your match of the night. Everything's good in there. I want story and I want to know why they're in the ring. Hopefully, we've got story out as well. I want... Nice, clean, crisp, good moves all the way through. I want my eyes to be locked to that screen. I want to be like, what happens next? Why are they here? This is wicked. Like whenever I see my personal favourite battle bot, Bronco, in the, uh, in the arena. Bronco, who can flip one of those full industrial water tubs that they use for covering airsoft. <laughs> Bronco, who could uh, flip a 250-pound robot six feet in the air and 12 feet across the arena. That's what I want. I want a name. I want character. I want story. I want to go, fuck, that was awesome. From the top there, we rock up to S, Superior, Sagoy. Strange. Uh, S is the top rank of the match. It's, I want paradigms blown. I want a story, direction. Fucking great spots, cool moves, luchadors, ninjas. I want my mind to be blown. I want character. I want to fucking understand anything. I want it to be like when a man shows up at the first ever BattleBots tournament with his mech called uh, his bot called Tombstone and declares he's going to be the final boss of the tournament. And you know what? What? He is. <laughs> I want to see devastation reached. I want to see flair in the ring. I want to see showmanship. That's what you get with Tombstone. So that's it. D's a shitty match. C is a good match. B is match plus one. A is amazing. And S is legendary. There we go, Morg. I improvised. Oh, I Sorry for die. the pause. I'm just Googling BattleBots. I, I feel this is a thing I need <laughs> in my life. <laughs> um, it's, it's great. <laughs> so... Um, uh, so be prepared next week for our BattleBots podcast. Um, yeah, the, the BattleBots podcast. Um, this is a Bronco household. Moving on. Uh, news. Uh, a couple of pieces of news we picked up this week. Um, do you want to lead off with the slightly worrying one, Mr. Strange, and then I'll go into the uh, um, the, the worrying one in a different way. They don't be hiring more <laughs> <laughs> More on that later. Uh, the Spanish commentator, Willie Urbina, has been released from AEW after um, doing accent jokes about Shida, shall we say. Uh, which, although a common piece of comedy in the early 80s and 90s, and in... Uh, I've forgotten the name of uh, the police film with Mel Gibson in. But either way, you can't do it anymore. It's bad and you shouldn't mock your champion. And he's been released. Goodbye, Willie. It's all right. They've still got Alex and... Um... They free Willie. <laughs> they, they have, in fact, free Willie, Nick. Yes. You mean they've Don't got, be racist, people. They've it's got the two, the two that we, we all know and they've got rid of the one that we don't. Yeah, basically. Yeah, basically. Go on then, Morg. Let's shred this other piece of news. 
Sorry. Uh, it's gone. Yeah, I'm back. I had a little bit of uh, internet splutter. Um, moving on from there. Um, so this one's a kind of worrying in a different way. Um, Dubsy are apparently, or WWE, um, if you're not used to our terminology, are currently apparently in, in talks with New Japan to become their only US affiliated wrestling brand this probably follows on from there um we don't like the fact that everybody thinks we're insular that's because you are insular um and they've gone for new japan um this if this goes we don't like the fact everybody it won't if this goes through it'll kill njp Easily. If, 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 if this goes through, it, well, it'll hurt AEW, it'll hurt Ring of Honor. The, the other thing is, let's be honest, do you want to see Naito jobbed out in the mid-card? Or oh, wait for his feud, no, right, no. And with Baron Corbin. What are you talking yeah. about? Oh, no, no, that'll be, a, car, that'll it, be it, a Carder's feud. A Carder will get Baron Corbin. This won't, this won't, this, this won't happen. Already, people are already starting to jump ship from NJPW already. All of the people they've got who actually work in other companies and such, like, are really good mates with AEW and Ring of Honor people. All the people who went to NJPW are people who largely fled WWE and hated there. WWE doesn't know how to work with other companies, and WWE fans don't watch other promotions. Don't give a, a shit. Yeah. yeah, don't give a shit. WWE fans, how many WWE fans do we know who won't watch AEW just because it's something different? We've seen, we've had WWE fans going on about how they don't understand Orange Cassidy and how this gimmick's stupid, whilst at the same time lording a magical clown. You know, <laughs> WWE fans don't watch other shows. It's going to do nothing for NJPW. All of their actual like connected with other business people are connected with people in Ring of Honor and AEW. And WWE doesn't know how to play with people. Like, we're going to prove to people we know how to play with the world. We're getting the only exclusive contract with this place so they can't play with anyone else. Brilliant, Vince. Brilliant. Well, yeah, that's it... how much money's thrown at Bushi Road, to be honest, that's guys. Where as, much as, you love, as much as you love to say, oh, they won't do this and that. And, you know, why, no, why does they might, but it will kill them. Yeah, I agree with you. But maybe they want to get out the rest. Back to Dragon Gate. Yeah. Um, the main issue here is, like, they've had Shinsei Nakamura, they've had AJ Styles, they've had multiple NJPW, you know, champions, and they do fucking all with them, so why do you want the rest of the fucking card, you know? Because AEW wants them, and whatever AEW wants, Vince has to stop. Yes, right. Bless him. It'll be interesting to watch anyway. I can't wait for Shingo to go back to Dragon Gate. That'll be nice. <laughs> so, um, next on our list, Mr. Strange, I believe you have a social media for us this week. Well, it's not so much a social media. I'm going to be honest with you, uh, Morg. I've tricked you a little bit. I've, uh, I've thrown you a sideline. I've been bamboozling. <laughs> because not only did I discover BattleBots this week... Oh no! Oh no! It's that is it? I discovered a, uh, I think it's a 2016 series called Robot Combat League, which is like a kick people out of the tournament. They're in teams and they have to do engineering and stuff to learn how to manage these 12 foot robots. As basically two people play rock and sock and robots with 
12 foot punchy robot things commentated by fucking Chris Jericho oh yes I remember this Um, I had never heard of this and I was looking for some what we like to do before a pay-per-view is pick something to watch like the night before earlier this year it was competitive Tetris boom Tetris for dog uh, it's been a variety of things, and we were looking for different things. And Robot Combat League, mate, it's it's every terrible American show where teams are slowly kicked out until there's only like you know two left in the final. And they do challenges and stuff, but man, can Chris Jericho sell anything? He's having a great time. He embiggens the smaller man. Uh, yeah, it's fucking wicked, and it's well worth a look. Uh, it's. Hard to find anywhere, but if you add streaming or daily motion to the end of the words Robot Combat League, you'll probably find it. Uh, <laughs> this this sounds, where we are now, is it? This sounds like a thing we might need to do as a review one day. Yeah, I'll, I suppose I'll also put a shout out to Anthony Agogo's uh, Twitter Big stream, yeah. where people have been calling him a, a baby face for the entirety of like the last few weeks. And he's done things like put up a picture of him in front of uh, Mount Rushmore, calling them slave owners and saying a bunch of divvy Americans come here to worship this. He put up a picture of himself uh, with the nightmare people burst with bus wankers written next to it, which made me laugh. He's he's having a good time. (laughs) He's being a Brit, you know, Uh, for something actually relevant. Um, But we'll discuss more about that tomorrow, Morgan. Okay. um, so moving on. It's that time of the week. It's time for our review of the week. And as I mentioned earlier, uh, this week, because of the amount of wrestling we've had to watch and the shifting of Dynamite, unfortunately, there will not be the usual uh, review of Dark, which means, Mr. Strange, you're getting a day off. Thank God I need it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> My blood hurts. So, um, we kick off. That, uh, Go on. No, no, I was just going to start introducing for you. Do it, bro. You're in charge. <laughs> so, um, as always, we start the week with BTE or being the elite, Mr. Muir. Oh, God. Right. So, this starts with the box moaning about losing their shoes. I just don't care about the shoes angle. If anyone wants to add anything about shoes, please feel free. Cool. Right, we get some more chick shots by Nick. That was pretty good. Actually, actually, uh, I do, I do want to comment that I thought Nick was hilarious in this. And is Nick actually the funnier of the two? We know Matt's the better talker. Yes. But is Nick yeah. actually the funnier? Yeah. We've always we always love yeah, his deadpan humour and and his ability to just cry like an absolute child. I mean, that was that was serious level that was not acting crying where you bring tears to your eyes that was like a child who's lost their favorite toy i actually found it quite amusing but mainly due to nick's cell yeah fair i like him on the trick shots good shot daddy of course it is because i'm the best dad in the world oh healing it to his kids i like the trick shots yeah it's great go on more Um, yeah yeah one two The Hollywood hunk just doing the same bit from last week. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, we move on to Peter signing the catcher in the rye for Lever, and then he leaves oh, it I behind. Really he was dragged away, and Reynolds yeah. then steals it and signs afterwards. He's out, he's out chatting him. Yeah, just what dominating him. Uh, then we move on to the Ali and Brandon feud. I thought this was over, but it carries on. 
she destroys a pop tart, they carry on feuding. Uh, then we move ah! on. To, then we move on to Rocky Romero and Trent, which I found hilarious. It was great. They were just slagging off. The boys are back in town. Yeah. Sorry, go on. No, it would have been good if they had the boys are back in town. Um, I love how they were just slagging everyone off, including Dustin, right in front of his face. Just going, oh, I hate all my other tag team partners. It's how it panned slightly to the left, panned back, and Chuck was there. Yes, mate. <laughs> oh, I'm glad Rocky's with them. Fucking yes. love them and Rocky together. NJPW old indie things for those who were uh, who are not from that part of the uh, wrestling world. And we move on to uh, Silver comes in because they're all wearing shades, and then he gets kicked in the balls by all of them, and screams about his sack being broken again. Though the best friends wander off smoking, <laughs> which <laughs> okay. Uh, to be fair, Chuck's the only one who was actually smoking. Lad. Uh, then we move uh, on to... I, I think it was actually out for most of it, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah, go on. Then we move on to the Hollywood Hunt, interviewing Trent to ask him a question. Trent knows the answer because he told him, like, two days ago, and then he just tries to leave, which I found funny. Then we got the... Trent's got dynamic with the Ziggler family. <laughs> He's just great. Um, then we move on to Sammy and his mate on this show instead of on their podcast going to uh, see yeah, the, the two-way thing with the hand, belt coming back yeah hand the belt over it took a bit long but brandon cutler wins his first belt from some weird flicky game but I should... the belt's back uh, it did sort of disappear yeah i'm glad that it's back because i think it you know adds a lot to the thing then we move on to a casino advert in the middle of it for their casino game. If anyone wants to talk about that, I don't care. Uh, we move on to the Dark Order drawing, which is quite fun. They're drawing Una draws Taz, Reynolds draws himself beating Matt Hardy. Ken draws that he has a cocaine problem, but then throws it away, so hopefully he's getting some development with that. Five then draws himself being beaten up by the rest of them. <laughs> Poor oh, Five. Hilarious. Silver then draws Five being fucked by a horse. For some reason. There he did. Uh, <laughs> I love like, hang- you, do, you do fuck horses, don't you? No, no, no. He gets fucked by horses. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Every, anything which appeals to my inner 12 year old yeah wonderful then hangman drew him on a horse with all of the rest of the dark order watching and then Stu draws anna which is you know like a one of those downloaded of all app things where it flips it to make it look like a picture is yeah. a canvas while everybody else was drawing stick figures and Udo just goes oh that art like the qualification finally coming in handy <laughs> Uh, then Silver, the best part of it, which Silver just screaming out, "No girl the, that hot would hang out with us," made me laugh. Then Hangman has to leave because <laughs> he got to go tag with Edge, which made me laugh. Oh shit, I've got to go tag with Edge. Uh, and then when <laughs> everybody had left, Stu looks over the picture that Hangman drew, and Hangman had drew Anna in the background of his picture. 
So now Stu realises that someone else remembered that Anna did exist. Uh, the best thing was that she wasn't on there when he first showed the yes, picture. Mate. That's what got me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love what they're doing with this. I love Stu Grayson. I think he is hilarious. I'm loving this only he remembers Anna thing. Right. I love it. Wonderful. Then we move on to the best friends not doing their podcast at all, where they just talk shit in front of a camera, you know? Yeah. Which I always enjoy. Trent can't choose a bird. Chuck is anti-pretzel. There's other things that happen in this, you know? <laughs> you can't have two bowls of cereal. You can't have two bowls of cereal. Yeah. But, too much. Uh, then the wingmen are having their team building exercise. Oh, God. E.T. Drake's getting yoga confused with yogurt. Fucking <laughs> 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 terrible Sutra. Yep. Then Caesar Benoni <laughs> pulls out this yoga book that's the Karma Sutra. And they all argue with J.T. Drake for a while that, no, it's definitely a yoga book. Then he tells them to flip to certain pages. And they're like, oh, no, this is not... Uh, this is not the... This is not a yoga book. And then... Has uh, BTE just become 12-year-old boy jokes, like, yeah, everywhere? Right. <laughs> or is it me? Yes, this was 30 minutes of boy jokes. <laughs> you know, terrible Good. boy jokes. Um, <laughs> so then we move on to Matt basically moaning about Eddie, saying he doesn't really know him, and shit like that. And just carries on for like five minutes. It's a good enough oh, yeah, promo. It's Matt's promo time. Yeah. Yeah, it's good enough. Become, but this becoming a standard. Yeah, but this one didn't deserve to be on dynamite in my opinion. Though we had things we could have cut from dynamite to put that in. That would have been better, but yeah. It's what it is. Yeah, it was a solid BTA. I enjoyed myself quite a lot with this one. Especially the Dark Order yeah, drawing storyline because I just find it funny. Stu just makes me laugh because he's such a straight guy. And now he's just playing this, you know, character that's losing his mind, which is just fantastic. Yeah, no, it's my absolute favourite thing about it at the moment as well. And they've done some brilliant switches, like adding yeah. the picture in at the same time. As much as I've gone at times, I'm getting a bit tired of seeing the Dark Order every week. And I do eventually get bored of dick jokes. Stu being the only one who imagines Anna... It's great, and I love it. It's my favourite thing. And the trick shots, keep them. I think they're great. Keep Nick, Just let Nick do a weird thing on every season, basically. Good merch break for one time, though, and time only. Yeah. <laughs> so, what score are we giving it? I give it a B. I thought it was good. I gave yeah, it a I'm B. with you. Yeah, I, I enjoyed this. Uh, there wasn't much dragged. There was a couple of bits that were a bit meh. Um, yeah, or irrelevant, but yeah, the oh, the BTE title bit was a bit too long. I think they could have condensed all the. We, I, I think it's time to stop the the bucks are heels thing. Ooh, and, they are heels. Yeah, and that one with yeah. Brandon, uh, that the, the intro to that with the shoes was just a bit too much. You could have just got on with it. They could have gone straight into the. They could have cornered Sammy or something and gone look. That belt's not worth anything. They could have done their whole belt's not worth anything and done their challenge. Uh, I did for a second think they were going to be playing D&D or something. 
when they said brand, a Best game that Brandon is particularly good at. Um, <laughs> yeah, fair. Uh, so, uh, moving on from there, we move on to Dynamite. Dynamite opens, JR, Shivani, Excalibur on commentary, and uh, first match of the night, Darby Allen with Sting versus Cesar Bononi with Peter Avalon, oh. Ryan Nemeth, and JD Drake. Darby wins with the coffin drop. Thoughts and scores? I have four notes on this match. Um, I did not think a lot of this match. No. That's not a good, there's not much notes here. I think Benoni is of a power tier and fame level where he deserves an intro. And right. um, if only on the other hand, they can cut time on this show for that. <laughs> uh, but Benoni has not got not got great strikes yet, and the camera wasn't helping him. A lot of his kicks and no. punches just obviously missed. There wasn't any chemistry between them, and I can't say there was anything to pop to in this match. Like I, I kind of went, yeah, that was a match. Is this just to remind us that Derby can win? Very skippable, in my opinion. I gave it a D. I've got... My no. only note about this match was it was a botchy mess, and it's nice to have a crowd back. So, More, yeah, come on. You're, you're, um, are you ready to return to your role of being the positive team member? After I'm not sure. Um, I, I, looking at... Um, I, <laughs> I did give this a C because it was a match. It was a match. It had a beginning, middle, and end. It had a heel beat down. It had a babyface comeback. So, I, I, although it didn't set me on fire, I really enjoyed listening to the crowd chanting for Derby, and we got a good idea of who is really over. I mean, really over with having a crowd back. I'll wait until fight. they're actually touring to decide that. Uh, that's that that's is... fair. That's fair. Yeah. This is still yeah, it's still a Jacksonville crowd, but mm -hmm. having the full crowd used to get you get a better oh, great idea. Huge um, yeah, but yes, uh so I, I gave it a C because it was a match. It wasn't the squash, it wasn't it was it was just a match. Need so. C needs to be good, Morg. Yes. C needs to be good. Yeah. <laughs> it let let's C should let's be the average on. match we expect, yeah. Let's carry on. This wasn't the the start to the uh, pre pay per view show for your new Friday development. Uh, your new Friday standout, mm, bad. Yeah. So after that, um, Darby calls out Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. Ethan and yep. Scorpio cut a promo. Uh, the pretty people attack Darby and Sting with Ethan and Sky joining in and Dark Order for the save. That's uh, pretty predictable, as far as yeah. I'm concerned. Yeah, I do enjoy the I it did was... enjoy the Dark Orders save for this one but yeah it's very yeah it had a lot of heart and soul in it um yeah. and team ego problem had did pretty well on the mic they've got better as a promo-y team yeah nice section uh, i just would have would have popped for it more had it followed a match i like i enjoyed yes um, I, I meant to oh, say God. this at the beginning, so I'll, I'll say it now because we're still quite close to the beginning. Um, I, I would like to remind our listeners that we have a theory about AEW's go home shows before their pay-per-views <laughs> we will see if that holds true um after that we had the cody and a go-go weigh-in hosted by paul white oh great my favorite uh, things uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> just gonna scream the weigh-in. Uh, I quite liked Paul White saying no shenanigans. How can you have shenanigans in a weigh-in? Weigh How can you cheated it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, 
Yeah, I can see those five kilo weights in your pocket hidden. Oh! Uh, the, the factory have now got a mystery additional fifth man who just seemed to be like, I don't know, Anthony Gogo's hipster friend. I'm not entirely sure. Cody yeah, comes out with an entire army. Uh, oh, my God, most... Yeah. My most entertaining part in this was they dropped the flags in front of, you know, one quarter of the audience. Like, could you see this little, like, head, like, leaning around the American flag for the entirety of it, trying to see what was happening? <laughs> Made me laugh. It's a show. Um, no, why did nobody teach Big Show how to use scales before he had to do this? Mate, were I they like, oh, do you know how to use scales, Big Show? Did he lie? Did Or did they just assume he could use scales? Then some fireworks went off during it. So not only is it a boring waste of time that proves nothing yep. and is just a time-consuming ego project, um, it, it was badly done. It turns out Anthony Agogo is 453 grams heavier than Cody, thus... Uh this um i'm like did they expect him to be more to like celebrate that moment a bit you know like yeah in your face cody as opposed to you're the underdog you weigh one bag of sugar less than me <laughs> you know i don't care for these it dragged the show down it was boring slow and i'm giving it a d again thank you um my main issue with this is why are we having weigh-ins when they don't have any form of weight categories at AEW? Surely the Cody likes point... weigh-ins. I know, but in storyline, <laughs> what purpose do these weigh-ins have? What is the point of them? Because the point of a weigh-in is go, these two fighters are under this weight category so they can fight in this division or whatever. They are in know? the correct division. Yes. <laughs> Cody things, mate. I know, Cody but it's things. fucking shit. Why do we have America versus England plotline? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just tired, okay? I'm just tired I'm of just it. tired of this. I'm tired of Cody things. I am tired of Cody things. Definitely an answer to right. that. Yeah. Come on, Morg. Positivity. You, you can bring you it back. You both, gave it, you... you both gave it a D, yeah? Right. Yeah, yeah. I gave it a fucking F. This was atrocious. Yeah, um, nothing was good no, about this right. whatsoever. This was absolutely terrible. I appreciate the way in because if you hadn't done it before, it'd been all right because you're doing it with Anthony Agogo, so you're doing it with the boxer. That's I, I don't want to say clever, but it, it would have been. But it was. But it was bollocks yeah. the only good thing about this was right at the end was qt doing the celebration of him being one pound heavier but that was the only point of the one pound heavier which meant nothing and a go-go going to the different corners a go-go showed some charisma doing his but, but this was absolute bollocks and it was a waste of time anything and else on the show there the... you could have you could have given so much to other things yeah, one hundred percent. Just, oh, yeah. It's not. Yeah, I, can't, uh, I cannot Cody. be positive about this. I, I don't know if it's Sorry, entirely well. Cody. He just happens to be the one captured in that storyline, right? Oh, it is Cody. Um, following on from that, uh, we had a stadium stampede promo from Inner Circle and Pinnacle. I thought it was all right. Um, you guys, Re really well done recap. Really yeah. well done recap. Oh. Um. 
And we, uh, I, I wrote down on my notes that Sam is clearly going to run over MJF. Uh, yeah, with his run over the heel man, it's about time sort of thing. I thought it was a good film trailer, basically. They hit the right beats of music, going to the right sort of quotes. Good stuff. Got me excited for the stadium stampede. It was, it was solid. Uh, following on from that, uh, Hobbs attacks Christian Cage backstage. Uh, this oh, this only let me and the Raptor both go in. Can we just have a hardcore backstage match between these two, please? Because that's yes, quite good for like mate, I, a couple I of seconds. It, it, I I love behind the stage fights. I, I love it when things go dubsy dub. Back in the old Mega Drive game and PlayStation games, I'd be the first person to take that wrestling match into the kitchen area or whatever. Fucking good stuff. Loved it. And I'm, although it was short, I'm going to round it in with the inner circle promo and give uh, by the uh, stadium stampede. Give this whole section a little B. This this yeah. brought a little bit of joy back to my life after the uh, <laughs> after the fucking way. If, if if that had been a bit longer, I would have been giving it an A. If they brawled a bit more, yes, they went a solid bit of backstage brawling. Uh, moving on from there, Taz joins commentary, and we have Hangman versus Joey Janela mm-hmm. with Sonny. Uh, Hangman wins with the buckshot lariat. Uh, thoughts and scores? I really like this match, and this match was fucking brutal. Those boys were hey. kicking the shit out of each other. I've got paid um, in two we... days. <laughs> Fuck. Solid wrestling start. You could tell Joey was having some fun. Yeah, it wasn't the yeah. fastest match, but fuck, those boys were in each other hard. Don't it didn't actually get a lot of commentary down because it was just a brutal brawl. Um, that, there was a brilliant bit on commentary as well where they were laughing about Excalibur getting the rub off Taz and him making want to fucking push next and stuff, uh, which was a nice bit of humour in what was just a brutal match. The fucking snapping buckle suplex on Hangman from Joey looked like it was going to kill him. Uh, there was at least two sets of hard way blood in this. Just a fucking great fight. Uh, I gave it a high C slash B because we didn't really know why it was going on. But I really enjoyed the match, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you boys uh, convince me either way. This is what I needed afterwards. It just brought me back to actually be slightly interested in the show again. I really enjoyed it. The commentary was funny because it was Taz and Excalibur, and they should be part of the main commentary team. It's what we need, just something with fucking life in it. Um, yeah, one hundred percent. Just. Fucking brutal match, and I can't believe they were doing that two days before a pay-per-view. Madness. But, yeah, it gave, brought me back into it. And gave, I gave it a B. Morgamus? So, I think on the law of averages, I think we should give it a B. I gave it a high C also. Yeah. Um, but um, I was... Uh, unfortunately, um, I think I got distracted by something in the middle of this. I think somebody called or something and sort of broke, <laughs> broke the flow. But I know that I enjoyed it. Um, so I think that's why I ended up giving it high C. I don't think it was a fault of the match. And I think that um, Muir giving it the B pushes mine and your high Cs. Maybe yeah, you know what? Edge. It really brought them back. It actually Hangman brought me back into giving a shit about the fuck. show. With blood, with that yeah, blood mate. streaming down his face. Blessed hangman. Um, yeah, yo, I'm with you. Let's make it a B. They they made me care about this show again. So yes. that's good. 
Um, following on from that, Taz cuts a quick promo. Cage comes out. Hangman cuts a quick promo. Hook and Starks come out. Uh, what did you think of this little segment? I really liked it. I liked um, when Hangman was like, yeah, here they come through the crowd, like pointing yeah. them out and stuff. Great. I liked him basically sort of teasing them to the point where, you know, Cage angrily yeah. refused to do it. Um, yeah, really, really good. Nice storytelling for what we, well, what we have last night, what you're getting tonight and what we're reviewing tomorrow. Yeah, uh, yeah, really good stuff. I, I like it. And I like it when they acknowledge that these things happen and he could be like, look, this is what you do. You come from here and here. I love moments well, like that where they... Yeah. Somebody watches the show, basically. Good stuff. Blessed Hangman. It builds up Cage, like, very well because it shows that he has some sort of honour system, even if he is, you know, a bit of a brute. So, you know, it's good for that build for what we all said in our ratings of that he's going to turn and or whatever. So I think it's good. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was good. And I thought it was a bit different. Uh, and once again, we showed intelligent babyface. Yeah. Mm. Rather than the usual... He's had, he's had so much shit, it's extra believable with his lightly well, the, jaded attitude. The, the other yeah, so, are, oh, there they are. Part, Coming again, mate. Part of Hangman's thing is that he might be a cowboy, but he's, like, got the degrees and he's really intelligent. So I think it's... Drunken, anxious millennial cowboy. <laughs> yeah. Um, the best. Following on from one great promo, we moved on to a Mox and Kingston promo. Thoughts? That, oh, that started, then went to break, then started again. Oh, that uh, was... I love them together. That, again, uh, they, I'm thinking that... I think that was um, Fight TV. I, I'm not convinced that that is um, how it actually went. I can't remember why. They've, the got, way it they've got so many production problems all the time. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, anyway, I quite like burying the shoes. I like them together. They always get a solid B out of me. I enjoy their bands. Uh, I like the fact they could be crazy or straight man for each other, depending on who's in the thing. I like. It was the burying the shoes one, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Good, good. I've got the correct notes. Yeah, I like them together. They give me the kecks. They are brilliant together. I love them calling them Rod and Todd Flanders. That made me laugh because, you know, Simpsons. You're a Simpsons Mark. Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah, it was solid. I like these two together. They're never going to, you know, be bad generally. So, solid from me. It's Mox and Eddie. <laughs> It's yeah. Mox and Eddie. It's, yeah, mate. It's, it's a lesson in promos. Uh, just to reiterate again, because I pointed it out to the Raptor and we were discussing it, um, that thing that well, I think we commented on it last week where when they're both on, and I think it's one of the things that makes their double promos even better, is the other one always moving and doing things in the background. And it actually, it doesn't draw your attention away. It focuses your attention, but there's always motion and it just makes the promo so much better than tag team promos where you just have the two of them standing there and one of them shouts um, a, a, a la FTR. Yeah. Petey as, Williams. As, as good as... Good of, to, uh... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. So, um, moving on from there. Right, this is quite... A, I've got a lot of... Um, 
waffle on this one. Orange Cassidy answers if he will defer his title match. Then Pat comes out and cuts a promo. Don Callis on the screen. Kenny tries to blindside Pack. Pack is um, Pack. Uh, so he tries to blindside Pack. That fails because Pack's ready for him. The Good Brothers attack Pack. Best friends interrupt. Um, Cassidy hands Kenny the contract. Kenny opens it up. It's been shredded. And then both Pack and um, Kenny eat a orange punch and sell it like fucking champions. Both of them. They sold that move like they'd been hit with a 10-ton sledgehammer. What did you guys think? Uh, I love Pack. I love the fat Pack. Just went, no, this is my section. And I liked uh, smart heel Don Callis going, no, I'm not coming down there. You'll beat me up. Yeah. Uh, I always enjoy when it goes dubsy-dub. Uh, I, I, I can't say anything in this really blew my mind, but it was some solid wrestling. You know what I mean? It was all right. The If I had to bring a criticism to it, I will take the criticism of uh, the biggest Orange Cassidy fan I know, Zach, who stated that he didn't think that Orange Cassidy would come out and just one-punch everyone. That's not who his character is. And I was like, well, all right, you know. That's a criticism from more of an orange... Not, not, not that I dislike orange Cassidy, but, you know. Uh, I can't say it blew my mind anyway. I gave it a cheeky C. It was some fine entertainment in the middle of the show. Anything to add to that, Mr. Muir? Not really. I think, you know, it is what it is. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. it's just, you know... It was wrestling. Uh, yeah, it was standard. And I think, you know, there's... I don't like how powerful Orange Cassidy punches either. I think it's just like, you know, he's meant to be, I guess, to kind of sell him as a higher carder, but I don't know. It is what it is. At, at least they're pushing the people who are ridiculously over. Or it is sell, true. sell the massive yeah, amounts yeah. of merch. Um, and the way they've done it is by making his punch this. And as I say, Kenny and Pac sold that so well. Um, but the thing I... And yes, we're a little bit more jaded, you know, we review this, um, so yeah. we don't always watch it. But the thing I remember most from it is not Orange Cassidy's amazing punch, it's how well the other two sold it. And I, I appreciate that. Pac sells like he's a dying spider. They were both amazing. It was, I, think Pac, I think they both flew back about six foot. Uh, anyway, uh, moving on from there, we had a Jade Cargill interview. Matt Hardy interrupts. Mark Sterling stops Matt. And we now know that Mark Sterling is definitely working for Jade Cargill. Um, I, I, I want to say quickly beforehand, I thought this was the best Jade Cargill promo we've had. Because she didn't That's talk. That's written down on my notes. <laughs> yeah. She didn't uh, it's, talk. It's the most... It's the best Matt Hardy we've had in some time as well. Like, him being... Him against shit lawyer, man. And him telling him, like, you know, why he's doing those... Give me a restraining order and how he should be making money and stuff. Yep. I thought was great. Uh, I want a feud between... Hardy and him, because we know he could take bumps, but there's no way he'll get into a match. Because he's not a wrestler. It's the gimmick I always wanted to see. A man who just shit talks people and then goes, you can't just, you can't do anything to me. I'm not a wrestler. Yeah, exactly. Best Jade yet. Steak them together. I gave it a B. I want to see where this goes. I loved it. Yeah, it was really fun. I really enjoyed this. I like that they're giving Jade someone that's a bit, you know, shit tier just to be beaten up around her or cause issues to keep us, you know, clean if she needs to lose and stuff like that. So I think it's solid. 
good wrestling booking. Uh, me and the Raptor have noticed a problem with Jade Cargill. There is no okay. one on the Ooh. roster who can step up to her the way they are booking her. Um, and that worries me. And then I realised who it should be. I want to see Layla Hirsch be the one to topple Jade Cargill. Oh, Layla Hirsch, I'm here to fold you into four million places. Yes, seventy arm bars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So that's 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 my um, a person I want to talk because I don't want some because the Raptors made that oh, I suppose it's going to have to be face Nyla well that doesn't work, um, I but I was like no Layla Hirsch that'd be amazing she's like have four a, foot nothing if you don't have somebody yeah if you don't have somebody you can outpower your powerhouse you take them down with somebody who wrestles and Layla Hirsch is you know the technical monstrosity that's how they've been building her basically so. Yeah, so, no, I'm with you. Let's do this. Following on from that, uh, Jade Cargill with Mark Sterling versus Kylan King, and Cargill wins with the Jaded. Um, thoughts and scores? Oh, from a from a from a really good promo that got me reinvested in um, in Jade. This match, uh, Kylan got an intro and was the second one into the ring. I thought that was uh, was actually pretty cool. A little bit of respect for Kylan, who I've been cheering for since she first showed up on Dark. Then we get a slow start to the match, straight into picture-in-picture. Picture. And it actually got a bit better in the break. Jay did some yeah. moves and stuff. Um, and then it stopped being cool after the break. Even commentary started talking about other things. Um, yeah, it was slow and boring. The break was actually kind of exciting. Then it was slow and lame, and it finished, and I gave it a D. I'm not adding anything to this. <laughs> Nick's just like, no, no, fuck this match. Um, I, I think you're going to have to use the same rule we used earlier. Um, I gave it a low C uh, only because, as I stated before with the only match, it was a match. And I will only generally give a D to something that is just a pure squash. Um, there was some back and forth, but it was a match. And it is not a match I'm ever going to remember or going to want to go back and watch. And this was your five minutes of uh, women's wrestling, folks. Sign up for AEW Heels. Please sign up for AEW Heels. Woo! The women's. Did uh. get Wardlow? <laughs> <laughs> so moving on from but that. But once again, from a bad moment. <laughs> uh, we had a Jake Roberts and Lance Archer promo. Thoughts? What a good side shift to face. It was very cleverly subtly. And we've been seeing it building. But uh, Lance's quote of no offense to Dante, and I hope the kid has a good match. I was like, he's yeah. still being this arrogant destruction machine. But that was such a... It hasn't gone, yo, he's a face. And he's definitely not at baby face levels. But he just slid in enough that I was like, subtle good work. And it's how they used to use Jake. Jake is here to do beat up the face or heel as appropriate. Yeah. Sw slide him a little bit. Once again, I, I can't say it was amazing, but I gave it a B. It was a lovely little subtle way to go, yeah, this is where he is. Uh, did, I mean, sort of <laughs> bury the match afterwards, but we knew what was going to happen anyway. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, I really liked it. Very clever stuff. And um, my love for Lance has only grown since he's arrived in the company. He's great. Yeah, this was a good, solid promo, and it's a B from me. And, you know, there's not much to add from what you said. It 
the only problem with this match is there's such a pointless, you know, the Dante <laughs> match afterwards. It's like, oh, I wonder who's winning, you know. Pointless. I, but, yeah. I don't feel that was ever in any doubt. Um, no. But, uh, but uh, yeah, it's, oh, how we change our opinions on people. Probably my favourite, yes, my 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 top face at the moment is probably Lance Arch, but he is becoming what I have been saying since day one. I've wanted a badass monster yeah, you've face. Yeah, been going for the monster face. I've wanted a, a juggernaut who just comes in, smashes that, people, and leaves. That guy who Kenny Omega can sell it when he goes, "Oh, there's nobody who can beat me," and Lance Archer's music hits, and he, he can just yeah, he can just sell the oh shit. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed this, and it was a B. Uh, moving on from there, awesome. Dante Martin versus Miro for the TNT Championship. Miro wins with the game over. Um, I think I know what scores you're giving it, but um, thoughts and scores? Yeah, you might be surprised. You might be surprised. Um, this had big 80s energy. Don't have a lot to say on it, don't get me wrong. It wasn't the best match. It wasn't the longest match. Miro's music clip played halfway through it because I assume somebody backstage thought the match was over. Miro's not a squasher. He gave Dante some spots, let him look active. Then he came back and beasted him. For me, it was a fine squash. It didn't come across as just bitching the kid. It wasn't over in 30 seconds, and I actually rolled it all the way up to a C-Morg. Yeah. I think it crawls under the line of a C, but it was such a pointless <laughs> match. I think it, it, it makes it to C, but like you said, Miro... We have spent the entire episode going, I think he can take him. Yeah. He's going to win it. I think he's got him, boys. With his superior speed, he could surely win. <laughs> he did not uh, win. No. But yeah, no, are, you, are you dragging it back down to a D, or are you no, sticking no, on I, the? I gave, the see, it was a low C, um, just because it was so short. I think if they'd have had a bit more time, maybe if the weigh-in hadn't been so long, and you gave these two a bit more time, because like you said, Miro's not a squasher. He's a really good, good work, really good wrestler. Um, I think these two would have had a a really good match. The thing I wanted to comment on was the mistake of bringing Miro in as a heel. Did you hear that crowd at the beginning? Chanting, Miro's going to kill you. Which is the baby... You're allowed to cheer heels no more. You're allowed to cheer heels more. You don't chant, Miro's going to kill you. That is the monster monster face chant that Samoa Joe got when he turned. It's the chant that... um, any of those characters Cage had in Lucha Underground when he was a heel. Yeah. Well, was he yeah. really? But he was. But he turned not long after. He it's punched the... a man's head off. <laughs> that. Yeah. yeah, but the guy was he a. Trolled him. <laughs> I, I feel that Mira was so over as a babyface in Dub Z when he left that I think they they didn't capitalize on that and they've gone back to the Bulgarian brute. You're telling a different story. He, you know, you can turn him eventually. Um, following on from that, Jake and Lance come out and cut a promo on Miro, and I fucking loved this. But what did you guys think? Sick him. That was great. Uh, Miro's mic not working made me laugh. Bless Jake, obviously. I mean, he just made gibberish noises for Bulgarian. Uh, yeah, Lance is. 
Lance is doing great. I like sick him. I didn't really, I can't say I loved it. I gave it a C. I was entertained. We knew something like it was coming. Uh, yeah, good, good wrestling stuff, but like a more wholesome C than a crawl under the line C. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Good it's stuff. a middle of the ground C. It was funny. It was good enough. Um, yeah. Sick him. And Jake looks healthy, and that made me feel happy. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I didn't get the Raptor commented on that, that he looked really good. Yeah, I didn't give it a B or anything. I, it was it was a C, but I just liked the fact Mira going, Oh, you're going to hold him back again. You're going to hold him back again. And Jake sort of going, No, <laughs> get him. Nah. And so we also <laughs> broke that, that paradigm they've had with Jake's always holding him back to, to, to don't interfere yet. I, I, yeah, I really enjoyed that. Moving on from there. Um, we have the celebration of Sheeda's championship oh, run and Britt Baker interrupts. What did oh, you guys God. think? This was awkward. <laughs> I've, forgotten I've, I've forgot I've given this a B, but not because of how they wanted it. Um, <laughs> just oh, kept God. laughing all the way through. It was so I don't good. Know, fucking diamond belt. <laughs> Real, it shines. It shines with the slavery of the mines of Africa. Uh, it's the same belt at one hundred and twenty percent. They went back to the belt people. Like, we want a new belt, and they're like, "What do you want?" And they just got the picture of the old belt up on MS Paint and just dragged the corner out a bit. Um, I just couldn't stop laughing. Admittedly, when Brit Brit's music played, Sheeda's face was fucking. Golden. She looked probably like I am so sick of this sick of bitch. This woman. <laughs> and it was fucking great. Uh, there was some good Britting at the end. Um, I gave it a B, and whilst I'm remembering it, I'm still laughing. I don't actually know if the section was good, but man, no. was I entertained, especially with the belt. It's just the same but bigger. <laughs> what? It's really floppy, so it's real hard to get on someone. So they were just struggling for the whole time trying to get this belt on Sheeta. She's just holding it, looking awkward. I'm just like, oh, fuck's sake, guys. I don't know. I think, I think Tony sorry. Schiavone was taking his time on purpose. <laughs> oh, fucking awful. Oh, I gave it a B also because it made me fucking laugh that it was just a belt for <laughs> bigger. Because <laughs> we've mocked. We've mocked that small belt for fucking ages. Now they've just admitted Mate, when it first that it came was out, I kept, I kept photoshopping it onto like wristbands and being in the electrons and things and stuff like <laughs> that. So, uh, it did need to be done. It did need to have a bigger belt, but I'd have I'd have gone with a new design. If I'm honest, I'd have I'd have probably spiced up what I was doing a little bit more than. Plus twenty percent. Go on, Morgan. I'm just going to um, keep laughing. Um, about as the as as I, I actually quite like that their women's belt. I prefer the new one because it doesn't look like a wristwatch. So I can understand why they just made a bigger version. But when you're unveiling a new belt, I'm sorry, you unveil a new belt. Yep. You, you do you do something yeah. new and different. Um, you know, you paint it blue or something. Uh, um, Whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it was all right. I, I I didn't really get it. was a oh, C for me. It was just, it was all right. We've rolled it up to a B just because me and Muir kept laughing. That's fair. <laughs> uh, following it on. And that face yeah. when the music played was great. Oh, yes. Just, yeah. Yeah, yes. I'm, I'm going to. Yeah, that was some proper good face acting from Sheeda of fuck this bitch. Um, 
and a... Sorry, guys, some bees have just gone past. <laughs> I was going to say, you being attacked by a swarm there. Um, uh, following off on that, Sammy with the title cards, out in the crowd. Um, any thoughts? Couldn't stop laughing at that one woman who kept getting closer to him to try and get the cards off him when he was yeah. throwing them to the crowd. Otherwise, I don't care for these bits. I've said it before. I don't rank them. Like, I'm sure it was better when he was heel. Yeah. Basically, in my opinion. I thought this one was better. To be fair, these the best of these was the one when he was feuding with Hardy when Hardy was a face. And Hardy had magically transformed the cards. Um, yeah. and I, if, these, if he's going to do anything, I, I want the, the full hit, sacrifice promo. Yeah, I liked the hit you up bit at the end yeah. um for the old um thing but yeah it it was all right it i did if enjoy the more he was a heel with, with just all of scott steiner's promo just written on them and just one a week be <laughs> wonderful be great um following on from that ethan page and scorpio sky versus the og dark order page wins with the ego's edge um thoughts and scores but pretty good match. Uh, I, I I like Team Ego. I've been talking about how much I like. I'm, I shouldn't call them Team Ego because that's just one member of their tag team. But their thing is they're arrogant, so I'm going to let it slide. Um, I love seeing the OG Dark Order in the ring. I fucking love Uno's tricks to build. He, he starts this match with some fucking wonderful wrist work. We get to see his, like, where he just grabs um, somebody's leg and just pulls it. So they just fall over and then stamps on their hands and stuff. I love him. Stu Grayson springboard over the rope DDT to the apron. Fucking the ludicrous. What was that? He's a phenomenal. Uh, and, you know, coupled with Uno's shitty moveset of I poke you in the eye and stuff. Okay. Uno's possibly got the best flatliner in the business. It's wonderful. Now, I don't want to put down the other two. They were having a great match. They, you know, but I could, I've said Scorpio Sky's great a million times. I've said I really like her. Ethan Page a bunch of times and I love the Ego's Edge as one of my favourite finishers but although they lost this match fucking Dark Order they owned every step of it it was great uh, I did only give it a C I don't think it quite overstepped into match plus one but the spots and the heart of it even with the sort of lack of story realistically other than a bit than we've chased you off sometimes good match I enjoyed it but I would happily accept this as the standard of what a good C match should be. It's correct. Uh, if this match had some better story going into it a little bit more, I think it would have been a B. But yeah, I enjoyed this match. It was good fun to watch. But then any match that has the original Dark Order in, I'm generally going to enjoy because I love their shenanigans and then huge power moves. So, you know, it's great. Um, OG Dark Order are my favourite kind of tag team. You've got one big guy and one sort of high flyer type, even though Uno doesn't move like a standard big guy. Uh, a couple of quick things I wanted to point out. Um, one of the commentators, I can't remember if it was Shivani or JR, uh, listens to the podcast. So hi there for they stated that Stu Grayson is the most underrated, uh, possibly one of the most underrated people on the card. Yes, we've been saying this for a while. I'll add him to the list. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I can't remember whether it was Tony um, or JR. That it was JR. It. it was JR. So JR listens as well. Um, Thanks, JR. Yeah. Um, Say hi to Shad for us. <laughs> um, hi, mate, please. And Matt and Nick. Um, 
uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this match. Um, I gave it a high C. Um, there, I feel there is a story that's going in here, but I don't think we're quite there yet. Um, I think yeah, no, no, Sting, enough. They are, there is a yeah. lot of hint that Sting's going to be the new Dark Order leader. I don't know how that'll work on BTE when they're a bunch of lovable fucking idiots. You just be dad. Well, no, you just don't have Sting get involved Sting. in those. Yeah, you don't, you, Sting. you just don't have... I don't think he can... I don't think he would enjoy doing them or would be as good at that kind of comedy. I think the idea of them being a bunch of kids and when dad isn't around because then Colt can just be just as stupid as well um, and when dad isn't around they're just goofing off and being a bunch of idiots and then when you've got their, their new leader there they're not I quite like that idea so that's my how I would book the new leader of the... Um, we'll see what they do. Yeah, we'll see yeah. what they do. Uh, following on from that, Page of Sky have an in-ring promo. Darby and Sting interrupt, coming out full dubsy dub with an army of Stings. And then, of course, oh, you know God. which one the real one is. And they get yeah, there. With, with Sting's revenge. hairline. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Raptor went, there's only one of them um, with grey hair. I Morg, you and I have disagreed in the past on the state of no-selling things. Um, I've said there's some good no-sells. You didn't like a lot of Lance's no-sells. I said he's evolved in different ways, like rolling with the strike, but then turning back to no-sell it. That was the worst no-selling I've ever seen from Sting. Um, It was like fighting... It was, yeah, it was like fighting a fully coked-up Ultimate Warrior... We had full fucking swung punches, and he didn't even, like, register the kinetic energy that would be there. No. He just stood there and went, just no. Unfortunately, as that much is as a classic sting, and it's not necessarily something I I, I always like. Um, that is full old-school dub-c-dub sting. So I it just it was just standard sting to me. And it was standard sting or yeah. Hogan. Otherwise... This was just normal, normal dubsy dub style thing. Some people in mass came out. One of them was Sting. We saw some terrible no sell. Um, I didn't rate it because I didn't really want to bring the show down any further because I can't say I enjoyed this moment. I think there's better ways to do your oh fuck it Stang moments than that. It was just a pop. For the, <laughs> it was just the classic dubsy w Sting thing. I get it, but it wasn't for me. So you know, it was solid enough. Yeah, it, it was alright. It's alright. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. It's alright. I, 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 I think there were much cooler ways they could have done it. I would have done lights go out, there's a shock, and then I would have just had the ring surrounded <laughs> by people in sting masks. Yeah. And yeah. then lights go that out and they all vanish. And play yeah. the old school sting hey. mind games. But I appreciate you've got a full live crowd and you want to you want that sting pop. You want yeah. them to see Sting. So yeah. uh, I can kind of... It is what it is, I know. Yeah. Uh, following on from that, we had uh, the main event, which was the celebration of the Inner Circle, hosted by Eric Bischoff. Raptor called it... Fucking that, Bischoff. Raptor called it that Bischoff um, was one of the people that Jericho called to apologise when he called people up to apologise. Going to give her a shout-out for that. Uh, following on from that, we have MJF on the screen, with Dean Malenko having been beaten up. Um, the inner circle rush out to try and save him and the pinnacle jump them and that's how it ends what did you guys think of this and did you give it a score Bischoff's got a fucking intro he does 
just throwing that out there. Bischoff has his own intro. Uh, and he's great on the mic, but it, that was a great setup for him. We get some blessed dad Santana time. He's got big dad energy. Always goes a bit high school theatre with the inner circle. A bit like it feels often feels a yeah. bit too much like they're doing a presentation and there's actually no like organic chemistry there. But I don't always hate it. But this needed to go dubsy dub earlier than it did. Um, they were hung up on themselves a bit too much. For some reason, every one of them has to talk in order. Just, you know, skip it down. I appreciate giving everybody time, yeah. but it went on a bit long. Then we got big screen MJF. Oh, no, they've got Dean Malengo. What a surprise. It's Malengo. an ambush. Dubsy oh, Dub. That's got... brilliant. I enjoyed the Dubsy Dubness of it. I did quite enjoy watching poor Jericho try to keep up with all of his much younger and much fitter staple. Mate. <laughs> so fucking like dun, 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 you got at the background. Yes. Um, then after the ambush, it just got a bit too set up for me. That one pile driver through the table almost went fucking wrong. Uh, hair FTR. We had to go back to that. Um, what? Wardlow deciding to do the howls for his war dog thing is a, is a thing I think we can skip. Wardlow, we love you, Wardlow. You are literally the Giga Chad. You increase the women's demographic by 20%. And we all want to look like you. But don't do the howls. Tony. Tony, Nick and Shad. Tell him. No howls, Wardlow. Don't ruin it for us. Uh, otherwise, I can't say I hated it. I think it should have been shorter. I think the ambush could have been a little bit more dramatic than necessarily going out to the arena. I know you're trying to go into the stadium stampede. But we know you're in a stadium. You could do it by the stairs or the pool or whatever. Uh, didn't hate it. Uh, it's just wrestling, I suppose. So I'm giving it a C. It was a solid C. It was a fun way to, you know, get to where they got to. You know, trying to build up the stadium stampede. Poor Dean Malenko. <laughs> I think my favourite part was poor Jericho trying to keep up with everybody else legging it. <laughs> and then he's just like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, solid seeing it got me ready for Stadium Stampede. Um, so on this episode of how Morg would have booked, um, as we as we've just done the how I would have booked the Sting thing, um, yeah. uh, and a quick addition to the Sting thing, I also wouldn't have had either of the side get the upper hand with the other um, on that uh, Sting yeah. one at all. Uh, the um, this one I would have filmed the bit where the inner circle run into the stadium earlier that day and literally had them just run into the area they're going to do the match in and then get jumped by the pinnacle and done all the stuff. I appreciate you giving away a little bit of the stadium stampede for free, but you're kind of not in the slightest. And you'd have set up, you could have had the broken tables there ready for the match um, that I'm going to watch later um, and things like that. And I'd have videoed it and because you could have just cut to it, the crowd don't know how long it takes them to run there. Soon as they've gone outside the back, you could have had cuts to them right, just no, good point. emerging out into the stadium. Yeah, and even if they do, they don't care. We That's... buy into wrestling, so we will. We we on the podcast may have made a joke about it. Well, they got there a bit quick, didn't they? Um, but I think on the whole, it would have looked better. I think yes. them being attacked where they were. Um, in the area that Matt Hardy got massively injured was probably not the best idea. And it, uh, yeah, it was a bit scrappy. I gave it a low C. 
Um, I thought the first bit dragged on too yeah, long. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Um, it dragged I don't a bit think it long. deserves to get dragged out to a D. No. Um, but, yeah, I'm with you. But, yes, and it didn't hype me for the Stadium Stampede. Fortunately, last year's Stadium Stampede hyped me for it, so they're pretty safe on that. <sighs> yes, mate. So, there you have it. That's yeah. our review. Maintain that hype. Of Dynamite. Um so, guys, uh, Mr. Strange, using the power of letter maths, have we had well, we've got like another 20 ranks. terrible um, go-home show? Well, according to the combination of everything from promos to recaps to segments, we've actually got like a high C match. It's, uh, it's earned a lot of points. We quite liked it. It was... Uh, we got won over by Jade's new possible gimmick. We really enjoyed the Joey Hangman hardcore match. Uh, yeah. A lot of very good stuff in there. However, if we just look at like the matches and uh, if we did this as a percentage cut of the show, shall we say, how much time each bit took up, let's just say it wouldn't quit. It would scrape into the seas if we were being merciful. <laughs> But overall, according to our grades, it's a high C slash B. We enjoyed this show, and it was uh, it was good enough, shall we say? So there you have it. Uh, if if you'd like to tell us what you thought, or if you want to tell us what you think about anything, you want to ask us to book something for you, or just give your general thoughts on AEW get in touch with us we are wrestleopinionated at gmail.com wrestleop on facebook and wrestleop1 on twitter i nearly screwed that up because i don't have it written down in front of me this week um uh, oh Morg. i know um uh, we um aren't going to be having a rant of the week today so you need to join us tomorrow when Mr. Strange has promised me a rant in the middle of I the mean... Double or Nothing pay-per-view. So if you would like one of our rants, that will be happening tomorrow. Uh, that being said, uh, that is pretty much all for our show this week. Uh, we've done a short show because we've got the Double or Nothing to review tomorrow. Uh, so... Uh, you can find us Wrestle Opinionated on YouTube, Spotify and Anchor.fm. I want to thank Anchor.fm for hosting the podcast. Over to you, Mr. Muir. Thank you very much for listening and moving over to Strange because I've got nothing more to say because I'm about to fall asleep and I'm struggling <laughs> to stay awake. It's all right. I've got you covered, bro. Just fucking slam your face into that like and subscribe button. Share this to all of your family, whether they like wrestling or not. Be them under the age of eight and not ready to hear adult swearing or OAPs who will love it. Like, share, subscribe, ride it on a cow, send us some shit in. We love having stuff to discuss, things to rip on and things for me to get angry about. I'll make up a comedy wrestling name for you to announce you. But yeah, like, share, subscribe. Thank you for listening. Back to you, Morg. All that's left to be said is goodbye and good night.